Hi, my name is Nikki Dutton, and welcome to the More with Nikki Dutton podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Before we jump in, I want to explain a little bit of what this is. This podcast is dedicated towards discovering more in our life, in our relationships, our faith, our physical spaces, our home. And so each of the conversations and the episodes point in that direction as we uncover the more in our life together. I'm so happy that you're here. Hey, and welcome back to the More with Nikki Dutton podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. It is with a friend of mine that I've known for years, and her name is Elise Griffin. And you'll hear us go into how we met each other and a little bit about our our relationship. But this episode is about the temptation to compare, especially that temptation for comparison when it comes to being women and when it comes to being women who are in this creative space. Sometimes it can feel like, You're competing for the same audience, for the same attention, for the same space. And I don't think that that's the best way to thrive. And I don't think you would think that either. But Elise and I just talk through why is that? What does that look like? How do we get into a different frame of mind? And we share a little bit about how we've navigated that together in our personal relationship. I think you'll really enjoy it. Hey everyone, welcome back to this podcast episode. I have someone super familiar to me, but maybe unfamiliar to some of you. Her name is Elise Griffin, and I met Elise when she was, how old were you, Elise? I can't oh, even Oh gosh, tell. probably. I mean, I think I was 17, 18. 18? <laughs> A little baby. A little tot. A little baby. <laughs> yes, because, so Elise was a student in a program that I worked for called Impact 360. And while she was a student there, I got to know you a little bit there. Yeah. But it was almost like towards the end of your year and like kind of moving on that I really just started to connect with you. Because we have a lot of overlap in our life. Yes. We both love worship in two very different ways. Mm-hmm. Elise can sing. I cannot. So <laughs> I would always ask Elise to lead worship in any situation that was possible. Uh, We both love people. We're both kind of like that outgoing, win people over, like personality. And those are a few things I love about you. But I think the most important thing for people to know is that you are my favorite worship leader of all time. And I've told (laughs) you that. And you know that. (laughs) So I'll like, even though we live in different states now, I'll text Elise every (laughs) once in a while and be like, oh, I just wish you could... Just leave worship in my living room. Anytime we have like a worship <laughs> night, I'm like, man, I wish Nikki could be here. She'd be vibing uh, with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I may not be able to bring the vocals, but I can bring the hype for sure. Oh, the gosh. excitement and the engagement. 100%. <laughs> but how would you describe yourself to people? If, if someone's listening and they've never met you, they don't know who Elise Griffin is, how would you describe yourself? That's kind of a hard question, honestly. I took some time to think through this. It's like I introduce myself all the time, but I don't like process through what I Mm -hmm. want to share about myself. I think it's important to know that I really love engaging with other people in all kinds of capacities. So one-on-one group settings, large group settings, parties, fun things. Also, we both love parties. I think we're both Enneagram 7s, right? I think so. Yes. yes. Very, very. So, to our best and to our worst. To All our Enneagram best. sevens are proud of being a seven. And Until, then you're like, wait, but that means we avoid hard things. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah. That's okay. been new growth this year too. But yes. yeah, so I love people. I love engaging people. Um, I really care about like authenticity. That's a huge thing to me um, that I've realized the past couple of years. Um, I really care about like growth and forward movement. 
in my life, but also helping the people around me move for, move where they want to be. So yeah, I think that's a, a combination of like who, who yeah. and kind of what makes up me and who I am. Um, yes. Yeah. And Scott is obsessed with your husband. We both hey, love John, John so, so much. What a babe. <laughs> and you've got a pup. You've got yes. a little furry puppy. Gus. I had to convince John to get Gus, but now he's in love. Don't let him fool you otherwise. Uh, he's obsessed no. with that dog. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. And I mean, I think like some of what you shared really leads in well, because I was going to talk about how you are creative. You've always mm-hmm. been a creative person. I mean, since I knew you at 17 and through all the years, like watching you go through your first full-time job and college, yep. like that's just always been a part of who you are. And so as someone who is creative, where did that come from? Like, I mean, and you can even talk a little bit about your family. I mean, mm-hmm. your family is like uber, uber, uber creative. creative. Yeah. <laughs> but where, yeah, where does that create? Creativity, where was it born? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I was thinking about this question and I think that worship is my most, like worship leading is my most creative state that I have. Um, I'm also, I think I'm kind of creative in like the experiences that I like to have with people too. Um, But then I was like, you know what? I think with the rest, I just kind of copy people. (laughs) Like, honestly, that's what I do is I just like copy. I think about Ellie Grace. I just copy the things she does because they're so good. Oh my gosh. It, yeah. This, the podcast world may not know Ellie Grace Hughes yet. You don't know. Yeah. yeah there's gosh. like no way to appropriately describe <laughs> the gift to the world that this woman yeah, is. Yeah. So that, you know, I like copying creativity like that. But I think worship leading is where I dig into that creativity that I think God's mm-hmm. gifted me t- with. Um, and so I, I don't know where it came from. My family is very musical. So that musicality has always just kind of been a part of my upbringing in my life, but it's been cool to see that shape over the years as well. Like when you've, you've probably experienced a lot of that in me Mm -hmm. of like this shaping Mm -hmm. of this creativity, especially in worship. But, um, yeah, I think it's like a God ushered thing. Um, and it's like, as he reveals himself, I think I, I, think more creatively about him and that kind of like comes out in my worship so yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I would I would definitely agree with that as someone who's like kind of watched you (laughs) grow over the last few years like and just seeing I think one thing that's cool about your creativity is that you're not afraid to try something it's like okay let's try this let's see what happens and I think that's a mark of creativity that people don't talk a lot about Mm -hmm. that sometimes it is just like throwing like you know, a spaghetti noodle at the wall yeah. and seeing if it sticks. And sometimes it does yeah. and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And one of those things that you've put out into the world and that you've really kind of gone after this last year is your podcast. Yes. So you are a fellow podcaster. We were yes. laughing for this. We don't be fooled. We have no idea what we're doing. And we, but behind, behind every good podcast are some way better like support people oh, that are like, this is how you do this. This is what you need. So how did your podcast happen? Your podcast is called Bright with Elise. Yes. How did that happen? Well, uh, there's a couple of different elements, so I'll be brief. But the I think the Lord gave me the word bright over my life a couple years ago. And I played around with it a, with a couple of different things. Uh, probably more of that creativity. Like I was like, maybe I'll throw yeah. this on and some earrings that I can just like piece together. I remember that. I yeah. remember when Bright with Elise started yes. and, it, and it was this kind of like tangible, yep. like jewelry, Instagram yep. kind of creative thing. I was like going to the Saturday market. It was really fun. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. But then I, I was just like, you know what? I think this isn't it. Obviously it's just this little side hustle, but 
I want to stick with this name. So it kind of like laid down for a couple years, um, but it was kind of crazy. I was at this wedding in February. This was such a significant moment to me, which is like crazy because mm-hmm. it was just so, it was such a normal moment, you know? Um, so I was at this wedding yeah. and one of my mentors was sitting across the table and I haven't, I hadn't seen him um, or his wife in years. And it was just like, we were just catching up. And so, you know, a bunch of my parents, honestly, my parents' friends were around the table and they were sitting across from me and he looks across the table and he goes, so why haven't you started a podcast yet? And I was like, dude, you can say like, how's your life been first, you know, like start a little easier. <laughs> but it was very direct. It was very, um, it was a very intentional question. Like challenging. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I, tr- I think I probably turned red. Honestly, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. It took me back, and I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. And I was like, you know, everybody has a podcast these days, and like Nikki, you and I used to joke about this. Like, this is what you do for yeah. quarantine. <laughs> like, you create a podcast, yep. or you started coaching. <laughs> you create a podcast, or you start yes. a coaching group. Yep. Of which I've done both. <laughs> Um, I did both. Yes, I did do both. Yeah. And so we're in that together. Um, and he, he just kind of like, they both just were like kind of impressing on me. Like, Hey, what, why, why not? And so I I left that night to hang out with actually my impact 360 roommates, um, for the weekend. And I just like on that drive, I just processed, I was like, you know, why, why is that? And they, I had shared a couple of excuses and he was like, honestly, I think this is an excuse. And he told me that. And I was like, thank you for telling me the truth here. Uh, but it really caused me to like think through, is there something that like God's impressing on me that could be beneficial or useful for other people to yeah. to choose to tune into? I mean, that's essentially the thing yeah. about a podcast is you choose to listen. It's like not, you know, mm-hmm. force upon you or a presentation. It's like you can press play if you want. Yeah. So that's kind of how it began. And so I started dreaming and then like the Lord brought some really significant people into my life to help it become a thing and to make it excellent, which I'm like so grateful for. So it's just been really fun and also very at the beginning of it. So (laughs) still in that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because what when was it you watched? Was it July? Yep, it was July. Yeah. Okay. So this thing's been going for a couple months now. Yep. Yep. So I think I have like six episodes and I'm prepping for season two, baby. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's awesome. Well, and I mean, so when you were starting this podcast, I remember I was actually um, in Georgia at the time and I was speaking for a girls camp, Mm -hmm. Winchick Camps for Girls at Cahutta Springs. And I was sitting in my room one night and I got a text from you and you were like, hey, I'm launching this podcast. Like, this is the date. This is the idea. This is kind of the feel for it. And to be honest, at first I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this is amazing. (laughs) Like, just like 90% yay. Like 90% like this is so Mm -hmm. cool. And then as I sat there I realized, and it took me honestly a couple days to even like be honest enough with myself, Mm -hmm. that there was like this small fraction, maybe this like less than 10% for sure, but this like tiny bit of like, oh my gosh, but like, are we we in competition here? Is 
are people going to listen to this podcast versus this one? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to sound the same? Are they going to look the same? Are they going to, oh, we have the same friends. Are we going to mm-hmm. ask the same people to come on to this? And yeah, there was this like little bit of like hesitation yeah. of like, oh man. And so that kind of birthed this whole idea yep. of what if we did talk about that? Because I think especially coming from a Christian culture, coming from a, you know, women culture, yeah. it's like comparison is so real. And like we talk about it like with social media and like, yeah, don't compare yourself to like Instagram fitness models <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Or like don't compare your house to your neighbor's house, things like that. But just wishing it away, yeah. I don't know, is like the right approach because like I do think, especially, you know, maybe even more so for you and I being Enneagram 7s, to actually look something in the face and be like, ah, that was tough, is is really, really mm-hmm. unnatural. Like, it, it's unnatural. And so let's talk about that comparison. Yeah. Like, let's talk about not just our situation, but just in general, like, where does this comparison, this competitiveness come from? And I think something that's interesting about the two of us, too, is there are aspects of our personalities individually, at least Griffin and Nikki Dutton, that actually are competitive just mm-hmm. by like default. Yeah. Like we like, like, I mean, we, we used to be on the same team, like playing games, even if it was like putt putt, mm-hmm. it was like, you're going down. Like there is this like fun competitiveness. Like there yeah. is like, there's a space for that. And there's a place for that. And, and I think there's goodness in that. But I mean, what would you say has your bit has been your experience with comparison? Is that something that has been very present in your life? Or is that something that you don't feel like you experience super frequently? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think and I kind of want to touch on like when I started thinking about the podcast, the first thing that came to my mind was like, Nikki just launched a really good podcast. And this is weird. Oh, so guys go listen yeah. to more with Nikki. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but this is like, yeah, we're just going to point to each other this all the time. This is actually a this long This is the only two podcasts people yes. can listen to. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, thank you for listening to this sponsored break. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the first, that was the first thought is I was like, wait, Nikki has this really good thing and I'm about to try to launch a very good thing. That's literally exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't like get that out of my head. And it's funny because I was, as I was thinking about this today, I think I even asked a couple people, like people that know both of us, like John or something. I was yeah. like, I think I yeah. should text Nikki. And he's like, oh yeah, like do kind of do your thing, you know? And sometimes I can over, I can be a little oversensitive and like make things weird. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. hey, or, you know, but I really felt like, I should. And I remember drafting a couple of texts to you and then deleting them and being like, no, I'm not going to say anything. And then mm-hmm. I remember sending a text just like on the whim, very intuitively. And then it being, it ended up being this really good conversation where I was like really grateful for your honesty um, of like, okay, let's not, let's, let's take it. Let's take the elephant in the room and say, hi, how are you? How are you doing today? And then like deal with it. <laughs> um, and yeah. I think that's, it's cool that now we have this episode that we're talking about. So mm-hmm. I just think like mm-hmm. part of that is you having the awareness of like, all right, I'm going to say hi to this elephant, you know, and not just pretend it's not there too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mm-hmm. have always, I think, comparison as I was processing this earlier, I think comparison is just so rooted in like our pride and our sin. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very prideful person, <laughs> turns out. So like super prideful person. Same. I know it's my highest sin. What's up? Um, and so I think mm-hmm. that like for me, that's mostly what it's rooted in. It's, I think there's sides of comparison that are more like, oh, I'll never be enough or I'll never be as good. 
but I'm mm-hmm. like the other end of it where I'm like, I know I'm cool. So, you know, which is, I know, I literally know <laughs> how too. bad that sounds, but that's just like, honestly, where my headspace is sometimes. So that's the part of the comparison that mm-hmm. I tend to like lean towards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, I think what you're saying too, it's kind of a confusing narrative, right? Like there's this narrative of be humble, be selfless, Mm -hmm. like, you know, selflessness is thinking of yourself less, like all these things, (laughs) which is, is so good and true. But then you also have this other narrative of like, be confident, go after things, like don't let anyone tell you you're less than, and that can kind of feed these two different issues. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, for every individual, for every person listening or just in the world, like we have a tendency towards one Mm -hmm. or the other, and maybe in different seasons, we pull one way or the other. Um, But I mean, what would you say feeds that negative comparison, that negative Mm -hmm. competitive spirit, that thing that ends up being more destructive than constructive? Yeah. Well, I looked up the definition of of compare when I was like thinking about this. And Mm -hmm. the definition is estimate, measure, or note the similarity or dissimilarity between. So estimate, measure, Mm -hmm. or note the similarity or dissimilarity in between. I thought that was interesting um, because I think for the comparison that's negative, it's we're measuring like the success part of it. So like, hey, Mm -hmm. we have these two similar things. Let's take our podcast. Which one will be more successful? Or can mine be more successful than hers? And that's like, in my mind, Mm -hmm. super negative. Um, We don't, we're not like, oh, let me see who who failed worse. You know, it's like, did I fail Mm -hmm. worse than, you know, we're we're measuring the similarity and the success in my opinion. Um, and that's like, mm-hmm. I think we end up getting to, um, we estimate the value based on those successes. So like, if maybe I value numerical success in the podcast. So if I have a certain number of views that's less than yours, that can cause me to negatively compare or vice versa, more than yours, that can cause me to negatively be pridefully comparing. Um, And so in my mind, that's like where the comparison went is like whatever we see as success and the other person is either ahead or behind us, that attitude tends to be the thing that's like fostered. Um, Mm. You know, I thought of like numbers of podcasts. Like I even thought beyond our podcast, like Nikki and I always had similar, similar, but also very different ways of going about things. So like yeah. Nikki is a fen- so Nikki's a phenomenal speaker. And I like can speak. I don't think I'm as gifted as her, but like we can both do it pretty well. Um she's also very organized. Guys, the um document she sent for this podcast, <laughs> I sent it to like three people. I was like, this is it, guys. Um just so you know, Nikki. I love it. I appreciate it. But oh good. Oh I'm glad you appreciate <laughs> I love the it. organization there. But you know, those are like I can, it, can, it can be easier for me to say, okay, well, I need to get my organization up to that level or I need to get, you know, because it's not as good because of success, right? Um, and so I kind of I kind of process this a little bit more and realize like it's, for me, I get stuck in this versus mentality. And we even said it when we were kind of setting yeah. up this episode, yeah. like her podcast versus my podcast, her organization yeah. versus my organization, her work ethic versus, and I think that is like the absolute wrong mentality um, mm-hmm. when thinking about like comparison. And I think mm-hmm. it's actually like God's created us to have like an and mentality, not just a versus mentality. Um, so those, that's kind of like where I think it starts, but I don't know. What are your thoughts about it? 
Yeah, I, I mean, so I remember, yeah, just like even walking through this timeline. So you send me that text, and at first I get it in genuinely. My first response was, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I, I could totally see you just crushing that. And I think I even told you, I was like, Elise, like, it's me. You like, did. You don't have to think that I'm going to, like, come after yeah. you. Like, what the heck? Like, we're real-life friends. Like, we're not just like, <laughs> oh, I kind of know this. Like, you're like my real-life yeah. friend, you know? And then, like I said, it was when I, I really sat with it myself. Self. Mm. And then I was like, oh man, like I do feel funky and I don't like that I feel mm. that way. Um, but then because we're real life friends, I knew that I could trust you with yeah. that feeling. I knew that I could trust you with that. And I, it was kind of a gamble. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, okay, I'm going to throw this truth out there between the two of us. And I hope it doesn't hurt. I hope it doesn't scar. I hope that it only builds. And like, because you're a good person and a good friend, it did build. Mm-hmm. It, it actually became something. It became the whole reason we're sitting here today. Yeah. And then as I was thinking about it even more, I did have some thoughts about it. Um, because I would say I'm similar to you. I grew up, I think it was really my my mom and my dad. They never told me I couldn't do something or mm-hmm. I wasn't capable of something. And so um, I was very lucky to have parents who believed right. in me and who were like, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, you're smart. Yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah, like all these things, you know. Um, so sometimes I can struggle more in the humility department <laughs> than the pride department. Sometimes I need to be knocked yeah. down a couple notches, <laughs> um, you know. And so hopefully now less that I've matured. But definitely the people who are listening that knew me in high school, they're like, oh, yeah, she could, she could, she could stand. Lindsay, I talked to Lindsay Aldridge. She could let That's you know. That's um, But when I was thinking about just that idea of, of comparison, I thought about how supporting something is a choice mm. and how, like, when you choose to support something or to champion something, it, it really is this, like, mental decision that's followed with some kind of That's action. really good. And... I was just thinking that like, okay, with us, it was like, I have an option here. I can choose to be whatever, like to be funky and to like not wish you well or to not support you. Um, but why would I do mm. that? You know, like why, what is that going to lead to? Where does that actually go? Because at the end of the day, like no one can copy and paste you. Right. Like even though we could name these things the same, we could speak the same, we could have the same people, same topics, they're still going to sound so Mm -hmm. different. And they're going to hit very, very different people. I mean, you can't like copy and paste your life, you can't copy and paste your perspective, Mm -hmm. or your voice or your experiences, like those are things that you will only ever have that I do not have. And that is a good thing. Like that's a very, very good Mm -hmm. thing. And so I think I had to take some time just to like, think to really think about okay well what do I want to do here and what is true here and what is maybe something that is feeding a feeling of insecurity because I think that for me sometimes that comparison can really find its roots in insecurity Mm. it's where I feel insecure about something it's or or where I feel like man I really want people to think this is awesome I want to impress people I want I want a lot of people to listen to this thing and um something that's kind of in this same idea is that uh, for a long time, I've had people ask me if I've ever thought about writing a book. And the answer is what I like to absolutely, I would love to. 
Um, and do you have ideas about that? Yeah, I do. But I think the thing that has held me back is back in the olden days when you would walk into a Barnes and Noble, you look at the Christian section and there's already so many books. Or if you walk into a Lifeway way, way back in the olden days before Amazon Prime, (laughs) like you would see like every name, every cover, every like topic already kind of on the shelf. And so I guess I always asked myself, well, where do I fit in that? But the thing is, is that just like we were talking about, I might I might write about the exact same passage or the exact same situation as somebody else, but because it's coming through the lens of my life and my experience, it's going to be very different. Mm. And this is the last thing I'll say. Um, this is going to sound so cheesy, <laughs> but I was thinking about how for all of time, there have been songs written about love. Like there's so many love songs out there. And many of those people are singing about the very same or similar things. Mm. But yet no musician is like, well, I'm not going to write a love song because it's already been sung. That's good. They understand that like your life and your perspective and even that slice of history that you occupy allows you to sing a different song. Mm. So it's kind of like we have voices that tell different stories. Like we might share a stage, but we're telling different Mm. stories. And so I think that that's as much as I've gotten to. I mean, I don't have any other like Mm -hmm. brilliant realizations about comparison, (laughs) but I think that those are just like a couple of things that came to my mind. I think I love that, that you said, um, like there's the feeling and then there's the thought. And I think that's really important to distinguish between because like we're sinners, So I'm always going to feel, especially with like my sinful spirit, I'm always going to feel somewhat triggered when someone like gets in my lane or like gets a little too close to what I'm doing. Or if like, like you said, if I'm being fed by insecurity, which is like most of the time when my sin patterns happen. Mm. Um, But there's like an opportunity, like you're saying, to choose. Okay, I'm going to like dismiss my feelings for a second, validate them. Hi, hello. This is like, I wonder why I'm feeling this way. And then I'm going to choose to say, Nikki, you bring so much to the table. That's like very unique. (laughs) And I'm going to choose to walk in that um, and support that. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that kind of got me to like, um, and I don't know if you want to go ahead and go on this, but like I started thinking about the alternative, like you asked. um, Yeah. And it made me start thinking about, I think it's this like, for others, towards others, I think it's a humble empowerment. So I'm like, Nikki, I am, I don't know. I think it's cool to use our example because it's just super real life. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm recognizing that like Nikki is a whole, like you're saying, unique experiences, past, um, giftings, talents, all the things. And then I'm choosing to say like, because of these things and because you're like an image bearer that's like doing the same race with me, go get it. Like, go do it, girl. Here's my fire behind you. Go do it, you know? But it's also this like appropriate confidence for myself too, um, or appropriate humility, like depending on kind of which side you, you might lean. Um, and appropriate is very key word of like, okay, do a mental intake and figure out, hey, where do you lean here? I'm going to recognize that God's uniquely gifted us in similar things, but he's gifted me and you in very unique things as well. Like I kind of joke about the organization thing, but that is such a difference in us. Like you are so (laughs) much more like organized in the prep and you used, she used to teach me stuff at Impact 360. And I was like, I have never done this before. And (laughs) 
<laughs> I was so grateful for it. It taught me so much. But, you know, I have a, a different gift in that, right? Like I'm, maybe that's not the thing that I naturally do, but I have this other thing that like God has uniquely gifted me to do. Oh, I can tell you, know? you right now what your thing is. I was listening. I was, I can tell you right now. I was listening to your podcast yesterday, your most recent episode. And I was like, man, like this was like a learning moment for me. I was like, Elise brings so much energy mm-hmm. and like life when she talks, like just so much personality and just life. Like you can sit in your car or wherever and be listening to your podcast. And it's like, you, you like you know exactly who you yeah, are like it's just sweet. that authenticity that you said is so important in the world like that you just can't shake that that is just how you will always be through and through and so yeah I mean just to cut it I know <laughs> what one of the things that's one of a hundred yeah. things but that is definitely one of the things that I see in you that I'm like oh that's yeah. brilliant that's beautiful yeah. like I love that and I learned yeah from that. it's just like I can, you can be confident in these like other things and I can be confident. Like you said, even if we have the same podcast, same name, same producer, whatever, like it's going to look distinctly different because God has different things for us in the end. Um, And I don't know, it was just like that humble empowerment for others being like, I can humbly empower you and like literally be your biggest fan because of this Mm -hmm. like confidence that I have in God in me, you know? And I think that's like, helpful to think through as you're like, as we're running in in Mm -hmm. similar lanes, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think um, there was someone, so I'm going to give credit to one person, but I think it actually came from another person. (laughs) So Mitch Aldridge, another one of our faves said this to me one time, but I think he got it from this other (laughs) brilliant person named Dave Rhodes. And so the, the idea was that um, we're not the capital of the kingdom. Oh, yes. And I think sometimes we operate, I am so bad at this. I'll operate in a scarcity mentality of like, there's only so much time in the day. There's only so much attention. There's only so much whatever. Um, and I, I think it's important to know that we're not like playing that game where we played as kids, like King of the Hill, where you're trying to push yeah. someone off and you're <laughs> the top dog. Like that's that's not actually how life has to function hmm. in a lot of ways. I think you get to choose to live a different kind of a different kind of way, a, a more invitational, more collaborative. Um, I don't think that life is as much like that pinnacle where we're pushing each other off and trying to stay on top as it is like a little bit more level ground. And so, yeah, I I think that that's something that I think is, you know, important to consider when it comes to comparison and choosing to, I think the alternative to comparison is championing Mm -hmm. someone and championing what they're about, like you were just saying and practicing and demonstrating And so, yeah, I mean, I think what would you encourage people who are listening? How do they practically try that? What would you challenge people listening to? Yeah, Um, this is a good question. Um, One of the things that stuck out to me the most, and I think, again, there's like this scale of like the insecurity that shows itself in I'll never be enough. And then the insecurity that shows itself in I'll always be enough, so I don't need anybody else kind of thing. So again, depending on like which side of the scale you kind of land on, um, for me, it's like I need, I have to know my limitations and be okay with failure. Like that's a huge thing. If I try something, it doesn't work, like that's fine. Um, And there's been many times that I've tried stuff and it's just not my thing. And I'm like, I've learned that um, and to, and I've learned that through like trusting that what God's created me to do. And I think a big practical way that can elevate like this humble, I 
don't know, this humility is digging into like actually find the nuance of what's, what God's created you to do. Um, I did that this past year through this whole unique um, that one of our friends leads. It's like a coaching group where you kind of really dig into what's, what's your thing? Like, what does God put you on this earth to do? Um, and I think that funnel really helped me be focused. Like, so I know mm-hmm. that there's different focuses in our podcast or with my friends when I'm like in the same lane with them, I, we, we still have different focuses. Um, and that kind of helps me curb that comparison tendency because I know without a shadow of a doubt, like what I'm, what I'm like here to do and to give. Um, and so that's been like a super helpful thing in my practical. I think having conversations, like I think Nikki, it was really cool to walk through that small like situation where I was like, Hey, this is thing I'm thinking. And you responded so graciously and honestly, but that's like, a a, a good step is honesty. Um, a confession is like a huge thing. Like who is for me, who is like saying, okay, at least sit down. Like you need to chill. Um, and I have several people in my life that are willing to say those things to me. And that's very sanctifying to me and something I really need to have in my life. So those are some, like a couple practical things, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I would just echo what you said. Yeah. I don't know that I would add anything there. I think that I've learned that honesty is a really helpful tool for me to, even if it's just being honest with myself, like there, I think there are moments Mm -hmm. where it is helpful to be honest with someone, especially when it's someone like you, it's a friend, it's someone you trust. It's, it's someone who you would like to lean into this tension with to like keep moving forward. Um, and sometimes I think it's just honesty with Mm. yourself, like writing it down, um, talking out loud to yourself in the car, like a crazy person, (laughs) you know, praying, or maybe even just talking to a trusted friend and saying, okay, can you help me work through this thing? Um, but I think if you're listening to this and there's someone who comes to mind that you think about, maybe it would be helpful if I encourage this person, um, or I've noticed that this person's trying this thing, man, I bet that's scary. I bet that's hard or, uh, whatever. I mean, I think just like you said, when you sent the text, it was just intuitive. It was like, just send mm-hmm. it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Just be like, Hey, love what you're doing. Like that's kind of a different mm-hmm. situation, but love what you're doing. Like, just want you to know that I'm proud yeah. of you or, um, yeah, I see this thing and I see that you're trying this thing. Um, Something that Truett Cathy said is the way that you'll know that someone needs encouragement is if they're Mm. breathing. And it's like all of us need encouragement. And so it's like, yeah, just if you get to choose what kind of person you want to be, I hope I get to choose to be an Mm. encourager, someone who builds people up, someone who isn't like trying to like pigeonhole or protect their little property but like is opening yeah. it and inviting people in and being like, yeah, I think together, if we take my piece and put it together with your piece, now we have a much yeah. bigger piece. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, wow, well, why don't we just like work yeah. together? And then now we're, instead of reaching, instead of competing for one, we're, we're yeah. doubling. It's it's like simple math, which I'm not very good at, <laughs> but I feel like that is, I mean, it's just a different way of like viewing what's going on. And I mean, even as we're having this conversation, I wanted to bring it back to this, like, how is Bright with Elise going? How have these first six episodes been? And what do you hope? Like, what do you hope season two is like? What do you have in store that you can tell us? That's not Oh man, it's been fun. Yesterday I sat down for like two hours and just plowed and worked on like some vision. And um, 
I don't know. There's a lot of hope, like little channels that in the future that I could see it going. Um, I think it's kind of becoming clear that it's something that I want to really challenge people in their thinking and um, with like a a big dose of like happy joy. (laughs) So like be honest Mm -hmm. with yourself. And there's like a way to do that that really does enhance your life and make it more abundant. And so, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's it's fun thinking through like, hey, are there are there themes to different seasons? Do there need to be do there need to be seasons? Who what big guests could I just dream of having on here? And that's something Nikki mm-hmm. Dutton taught me to do is dream about big things. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's like it's also been pretty humbling. Will you tell us your big guest? Is it a is it a secret? Okay, well, my big biggest guest? dream guest is to have Bob Goff on the podcast. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. Like, yes. I prayed about that yesterday. So y'all can pray too. Yep. Hope it happens. Bob, if you're um, listening. I know you listen. If Bob happens to listen to the More of Nikki Dunn podcast, you want to come on, Elisa? Yes, like he's he's so cool. But, you know, just people that I'm like, these people have so changed my life. And it's even like my friends that are just normal average people that I get so excited to to share. Um, and it's also been humbling. I mean, I've gotten some feedback that's like, Hey, this, you said this and it kind of hit weird and that's been hard too. Um, but also like, again, part of that humility pill, like, okay, let me dig into this. Let me like Mm -hmm. set up a process Mm -hmm. or a system to like filter it appropriately and just apologize where necessary. Like that's one of my things is like, if I'm going to if I'm going to promote yeah. challenge, I have to also be willing to be challenged. And so that's something that's been like really cool for me. Um, so I don't know. I'm hoping to like grow my audience, but also I'm hoping to hear more stories of like, I listen to your podcast and then I had this conversation with my parent that I haven't talked to in years. Or like, I finally had this wow. conversation with this Democrat or Republican that we really hate each other's guts. You know, like those are the things that I think I'm hoping to like, continue to hear more of so oh. well you know what it makes me love the podcast even it's more. fun <laughs> already a fan do subscribe please do, do. in fact subscribe <laughs> so, yes and I mean this podcast mine is about just finding more in life and I think that's what this whole conversation has been I think you could take this topic and it would help you find more in yourself, more in the things you create, more in your friendships, but maybe it relates to that or maybe not. What is something that you found that has helped you find more? I love this question, Nikki. Um, and it's very characteristic of who you are, by the way. Uh, <laughs> good, because it's your <laughs> podcast title. Um, I think that the biggest thing is, it's my gut response to that is actually less has allowed me more recently. Mm. Um, just like being in overdrive, you probably get this, like we have to chill out sometimes. And so um, recently it's just been like, I want to spend time in the sunshine, like the actual sunshine and get vitamin D, you know? And I want to like turn my phone mm-hmm. off and talk to the barista at Starbucks for longer. And I think like, those are things that I have a really hard time slowing down for. So that's currently been bringing me a lot more in my life. And I'm trying to be intentional about it. And it's very difficult. (laughs) So, yeah. Yes. I can relate to that. I launched this podcast last October. I'm coming up on the first birthday of my (laughs) podcast. So it's coming up on one year old. 
And I did the first episode, super fun. And then as I was like really like thinking through what I thought the second episode should be, it was like less is more. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I thought the second episode should be. So it was like <laughs> I launched this whole like more, more, more. And then I was like, what should I talk about? And, should, and I felt like it was yes. to do less. <laughs> yeah. To not always go after yep. the more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think you have to really, yeah, know mm-hmm. your season, read yeah. your season. So I think that's yeah. perfect. Well, and obviously, if people want to know you more, I highly encourage, could not endorse more, you heard it here first in championing the Bright with Elise podcast. Mm-hmm. I think that people should go. I think that they should listen. I think if they see it, to share it. I think that does more for a small creator's yep. heart than you can yep. ever imagine. If you can just share it, that is just like gold in a day. And so people can go find that. And that's on um, Apple. Yep. It's on Spotify. All the it's things. everywhere. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Okay, cool. And then also you do have an Instagram for the podcast so people can find out like more specific podcast related mm-hmm. information at Bright with Elise. And then they can follow just your life, the things you're working through, looking at what life looks like through your perspective. Um, and, uh, and that's at Elise underscore Griffin yep. underscore. So I'll include both of those in the podcast notes. But anything else? Anything else you want to add as we wrap up this conversation? I'm so oh, glad me you were too. here. Um, I think just like Nikki... I see a lot of your podcast heart in just who you are. And I think that's very special. Um, There's, I think it's very powerful that we can have a conversation about comparison and then me leave feeling so championed. And that just speaks to your character. So shout out to Nikki Dutton. Um, And I'm just thankful to be here. I think this was so (laughs) fun. It's just cool. Good conversation. And I'm very grateful. So fun. Maybe I can convince you down the road. We can do some cool podcast oh, collaboration. Let's, let's go on tour. Out what I'm that means. <laughs> We're going to go on tour. Yeah. So you can find us 2022. <laughs> tearing it up. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You're the sky's right. the limit. But I love you. Love you too. Thank you so, so much for being here. 